Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Sonic Prime spoiler cast review from Game Boots. This is of season one. I'm your host, Dan Video Games, and with me is Bob. I'm ready for prime time. Dr. Agro. Way past. And Chris Wolfhart. Chunk one of season one. <laughs> That's right, we're talking about the first eight episodes, starting with Shattered and ending with There's No Arg in Team. If you've never listened to one of our spoiler casts before, what we do is at the beginning, we do a couple sentences each, summarizing our individual opinions and then making some sort of primal sound to convey the emotion we have. Then we're going to move on to uh, collectively as a group have a conversation about different elements of the show, things we liked about it, things we disliked about it, thoughts about where we'd be going, etc, etc. Standing relative to other Sonic things, maybe is is this Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog tier? Who knows? And then at the end, we give it a score, 1 to 10 each, and our final review statements. So let's spin dash Ooh. into the opening summaries. We're going to start with Bob. Bob, give me a couple sentences and a primal sound. Sonic Prime is a weird thing where it's got a kind of interesting premise and setup. And then it feels like every episode is just 70% runtime is a fight scene that doesn't end. And they keep respawning robots so the fight scene doesn't end. I'm going to give it a... Ugh. Chris Wolfhart. Uh, they sure made, like, a Saturday morning cartoon, but with Sonic, and they I guess they made it serialized. Uh, but there's a lot of fight scenes, and they kind of cut... They kind of cut this batch off at a point where nothing had really happened, so I'm going to give it a uh? Dr. Agro. They made a new Sonic series, and it wasn't confusingly hot garbage. Uh, like Bob said, it has cool premises, and they keep respawning robots, so the fight <laughs> scenes keep going. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> As somebody who owns two copies of Sonic Boom on Blu-ray, don't ask, I came into this and was really impressed with the, it has a really neat idea for um what you can use uh, to change the setting of sonic the hedgehog and put sonic in a new light and i thought it was really interesting until i thought wait a minute is this the first time i've slipped and accidentally fell in what is genuinely a children's show are we reviewing are we a group of 30 sums reviewing a children's show is this really happening oh god uh i'm gonna have to give this a oh uh, and so we move on to the discussion um the core conceit of the show actually does remind me of some of the s stuff that happens in the Sonic comics, and that was really cool to me conceptually. Mm -hmm. I think the part that gets a little weird is the moment we hit episode four, Unwelcome to the Jungle, and you just know you're going to be there for two episodes drawing out how does Sonic touch the gem. I didn't realize so much of the show would be Sonic brokering peace um, <laughs> between two different groups. And doing a lot of fight scenes that are maybe not great. Coming from Sonic Boom, I didn't exactly have the highest standards. Um, it, it was weird in the Jungle episode when you realize, wait, are we are we about to learn a lesson about understanding and friendship? Because I feel like we were just using violence to overcome a brutally repressive technocracy <laughs> a minute ago. Yeah. Where'd the tone go? I don't know. The, the moment uh, that they start, I believe it was uh, 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 Rouge and Knuckles start breaking into the tower and they arrive there. I'm like, oh, we're not fleshing out this universe anymore. We're just leaving, aren't we? <laughs> right. <laughs> and weirdly enough, yeah, that happened. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of the music choices are very funny in this because uh, everything in the you know dystopic technocracy has a Matrix soundtrack to it, which is very hilarious. Like you got Propellerheads parodies and stuff like that. And then we end up at the pirate stuff and I'm like, oh boy, oh boy. I did not realize this was the way the show was going. I thought it was just going to be like, I didn't realize it was a, how do I put this? didn't realize the multi and the multiverse was going to present itself so thoroughly and we were going to keep moving through the multiverse. Um, mm. I thought it would primarily be concerned with that first one for a decent bit. Basically, I felt like if I wanted a show that wasn't going to conclude properly by the end of me watching it, I'd watch out. What was it? Pirates of the Dark Water. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I like that this expanded more on what we started to explore in Sonic Frontiers, where Amy's new thing, I guess, is to be really into watching people die. (laughs) 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 I feel like every alternate version of Amy has some moment like that where she's like, I sure do love killing. We were friends, and then they realized I wanted them to die, and I wanted to watch it. (laughs) Like, I'm not super familiar with Amy in, in, like the the source material i've not interacted with her as a character much what he's saying so, is he hasn't played sonic cd th- th- this <sighs> felt like a an overcorrection <laughs> to the kind of people who hate all sonic characters that aren't sonic <laughs> i'm like is she just going to be a murder robot in every dimension this is i mean it's kind of amazing it's really good because in the first one she's a murder robot and the second one they call her the monster or something and i'm just like yeah amy rose is a monster we know especially after like the comic and frontiers where it's like amy has a hammer so she must be epic girl boss even though she isn't actually that in like any of the sonic games at all it's only ever the cartoons yes because those are made by americans Mm. It, it just seems like there's this disconnect like well but she she has a big hammer obviously she must be a psychopath who constantly wants to hit people with it, right? It is interesting that like that that is even a point in the show where Sonic's like, um, regular Amy is not like this. What the fuck? <laughs> you I changed just one small factor. Oh, it's and a she realizes <laughs> she realizes her true calling. Speaking of, uh, it is great that the 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 crux of the narrative the, of this whole dimension hopping escapade is. Like the, the the moral arc, the character arc is Sonic learning that he's a really shitty friend. It's funny because I think a lot that of multiverse fiction does focus specifically on that concept of <laughs> no, you're really bad. <laughs> like literally everything everywhere all at once is about like, no, don't you see? It's beautiful. You did nothing with your life. <laughs> Other ones, they focus more on you're a bad person, though. Like, they they keep flashing back to the first episode and, you know, the inciting fight with Dr. Robotnik. And every now and then they reveal a little more of, oh, yeah, no, this is happening because you're a dumb fuck up. I like this show. I like a lot of the things about this show. I want to see its story come to a conclusion. But Mm -hmm. I think I spend too long in each place where the conclusion is foregone. Like, it's so obvious how things go at any one moment. I really did feel like this, more so than any Sonic thing I've ever seen, seemed to aim at a younger audience. And very least, when I hit episode five, I got that feeling. Do, do we have, uh, Chris, you were you were referencing this before, of like, this is just the first chunk. Do we have an episode count for the full season one? 24. Man, so they really just gave us a third of the story. 
Yeah, God, it would. It really doesn't help that every episode feels so bloated with just fight scenes where nothing happens. It's like, okay, all right, please. It reminds me of Sonic Forces a little bit, where it's like, yeah, there's this part in Sonic Forces where Infinite and Silver are fighting each other, and all they're really doing is like bouncing off each other with like Dragon Ball R's on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and Sonic Forces was the last one written by the Happy Tree Friends people. It really has this, Im- this energy of like, we understand this is the kind of thing people want, but we don't really have the foundation to execute on it. So you get this really weird version of where like every episode has the, the seven minute long fight scene against these robots. Yeah, it's really difficult when you you can tell a lot of this like camera choices and things like that framing they do is to avoid getting a higher rating in some regions because they can't show certain types of violence on screen. Like there's a lot of implied stuff where they'll cut away entirely and then show someone sliding and stuff. So it's really hard to write a super cool fight scene when you can't show fighting. Mm-hmm. I like, I kind of feel bad for them in that sense. Cause there is a ton of that. Um, See, I, 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 the impression I got from these fight scenes was kind of from the opposite angle of, yes, this is a children's show. And for this is a children's show about Sonic the Hedgehog, we, we got a lot of pretty cool robot violence packed in there. <laughs> <laughs> it, this is so, this is, if it wasn't for the, the, the very light serialized nature of it, well, I guess it isn't light, but it's, it's, it's not like plot heavy. Mm-hmm. I would be like, was this being shopped to someone other than Netflix initially? Because this is like a weird thing to, it's weird to drop such an episodic feeling kids show on Netflix. Yeah, it still has, it still has a lot of the things you would consider a streaming show core where, you know, we have the two timelines that we slowly reveal details of. Like we do the flashbacks to be like, well, why exactly was Sonic late? Well, he had this fight with Shadow. Okay, what was that about? We'll tell you later. Uh, well, okay, what happened when he got there? Was Shadow there? Yeah, Shadow was there. When they should... I think it was three episodes in where I'm like, Shadow's just not gonna be in this whole season, is he? So the fact we end on him being like, Sonic! (laughs) I'm just like, oh my god. He's just here to end Sonic's life for screwing up everything again. And, you know, it it really was that, um, you know, going back and revealing a little bit more and revealing a little bit more that... Uh, honestly, uh, to the surprise of no one, reminded me a lot of Sad Am, uh, which, you know, the first time you hop universe in, into Machine World, it's like, right. oh, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, we're in Sad Am universe. This is great. Let, let's see Robotnik. Oh, it's a council of terribly designed Robotniks. Awesome. This is. <laughs> I really <laughs> like, I, I really like Gamer Kid. Gamer Kid is great. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think that's the best one of the five. I also kind of like the the main Robotnik, the the one who's obviously supposed to be like the main one with right. the toupee. Yeah, I I I like well, the committee, the council. I like the council of Robotniks, but I was hoping to see more Robotniks in the other universes, but there are none. Yeah, there aren't any. That that's really annoying to me. Yeah, I didn't like any of those Robotnik designs. Yeah, or I- any of the. The humor with them is so bad because it's usually like there's old man Robotnik. He's an old man. Then there's baby funny? Robotnik. Yeah, but there's baby yeah. Robotnik. What about him? Yeah, he's a baby. They, they can understand him. Isn't yeah. that funny? Yeah, it's the funniest I, fucking I, shit I I've ever goddamn had seen. Pun names, and that was kind of the best part about them. 
Dr. Deep is the worst. Why did they yeah. fucking do that? That's he easily sucks. the biggest dud of them. Where it's like, okay, you have th you have four Robotniks at different stages of their life, and then you have one who's a hipster. That's his thing. He's a hipster and sometimes says dog shit philosophy things. How fucking terrible. And he's a weeb. Mm -hmm. he's, he's, okay. He's timeless because of that. See, he can't be any specific age because he transcends that. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought the like oh here's five robotniks like oh we're we're really starting in with the 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 dimension hopping thing so this is like a pan dimensional robotnik council to rule the multiverse oh they have no idea how to hop dimensions there are just five of them in this one place yeah oh, they just okay. always yeah. been like this for some reason <laughs> yeah they don't even seem like they would fit in any of the other worlds we've been to either so we don't have that excuse of yeah, well they all I got thought it would be that. Here. Yeah, it's definitely not that. They just seem to be completely un, un, un they are unaware of the other verses until right. events. It, it it it's so weird cuz the cuz universe 1 that they hop to, the the one New York City uh that we played Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Uh it feels like the point is this is what happens if Sonic isn't there cuz we get like the oh Tails didn't have somebody come help him making fun of people people making fun of his tail so he became a weird recluse and there wasn't anybody to stop Eggman so he paved over Green Hill Zone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It seemed like a timeline thing, yeah. But but then then there's five robot uh, five Eggman and then none of the others are have a, even have a Sonic analog. So Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the first one seemed like the premise, and then the basic premise got chopped around to somebody else, and they wrote a series around it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, you know, honestly, I wouldn't be terribly surprised if the whole concept was just the future dystopic technocracy thing. But, like, it's just that. We wrote an eight-episode series around that, and then Netflix went, yeah, we're going to need 24. We don't greenlight eight-episode things. What if it were multiverse? Everyone should be a multiverse now. I mean, that's the hot new thing. I had a stroke when I had to hear someone say they hope Marvel's Spider-Man 2 on the PS5 is a multiverse thing. And I'm like, please, no, I'm good. I just want a story about Miles and, and Peter pleased. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> yeah, need we, the we don't need a Spider-Verse. We don't need a Spider-Verse game. And if we do get one, it could just be its own thing. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, need to be Yeah, it can be entirely separate. Am I the only person who went fucking insane because it's New York City? Y-O-K-E, not Y-O-L-K? Wait, uh, it's not? No, it's not Yolk. It's Yolk. Oh, that's fucked up. I was that, screaming that has to be mad. something that's just wrong with, this, with the subtitles. No, it's written. <laughs> it's in the material. Oh my god. I went insane. I'm like, someone somewhere did not tell the writer that that's not how you write yolk, and the spell check didn't get it because yolk is a word. Yeah, that's that's definitely uh rut row. That that's I'm, not oh good. Oh man. I was I was going insane and I'm like, this is Oh, maybe it's maybe it's a reference to the fact a yoke is used to control cattle. Right, so it's yeah, a double it's, pun. It's, it's, just, they're under the yoke. But it's Eggman City, <laughs> right? Well, it's a double pun. Like the, no, the it's, moment it's they're one like or the other. <laughs> they go into the crack and they're he's like Eggman, and I'm like, oh, we're calling him Eggman this time. Okay, I, I'm gonna get ready for a lot of really good egg jokes. <laughs> and then you, and then they said New York, and you're like, funniest goddamn thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> 
in a as I said a moment ago, you know, in a lot of ways, I like this more than Sonic Boom. Uh, I do think the comedy is actually worse than Sonic Boom. Uh, Sonic Boom, for the runtime, has a few more funnier jokes than this tends to. Um, yeah, this on the one hand, yes. On the other hand, I'm happy that this series pretty much shies away from bro did gumball just. <laughs> <laughs> What if I want to watch that? Admittedly, that would be a terrible match for the show. Just to be clear, that would be terrible to have the setting and then just do that. Um, I really like Nine's design. Mm-hmm. That yes. is some cool I, shit. I hate. Yeah, when that his... happened, I'm like, "Ooh, there's Dan. That that's for him." <laughs> I I hate what they did to his face. Like they made his like hair spikes go straight up, and it looks terrible. Oh, he's got a he's got a six head. Yeah. It's, it's it's one of those tails designs because they there have been so many tailses mm-hmm. that this is by no means unexplored territory of the he has a six head now and his hair looks weird. Generally speaking, they haven't gone this far in a while, in my opinion. <laughs> He's that smart. You need more room for the brains, Bob. It makes me think he, he just had like one well, of the Wiley Coyote TNT box explode in his face. <laughs> Well, that's because this is the tale that's evil <laughs> or red pilled or something. I don't know. We're going to keep shipping around Sonic through multiverses while we figure it out. I appreciate the uh, the really cool narrative decision that's like, no, time doesn't flow equally in every multiverse, Sonic. You've been gone forever. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> that is good. I was like, man, I really hope there's some insane thing later in this series of like Sonic was gone for two episodes, maybe three. And now it's been a year, <laughs> you know, because, yeah, I picked up on some of the things Chris was laying down earlier. Like I, I too, was like, this has some a little bit of Sonic Forces vibes. Mm. Um, only I think this does it better than that because <laughs> they don't go. He, they've had Sonic for a year torturing him. And then it just got to Sonic. It's like, hey, what's up? It's me. Blah. Like <laughs> some of the tones and stuff this goes into, I really enjoy. I think it's neat. Um, I would really, I want to see the cut of this. Okay. And this is something I've been wanting since the first flashback. I want to see a cut of this where it never is allowed to move backward in the timeline. So every flashback's gone. And I think this thing's five episodes at least. I would love to just see that edit. And I'm not crazy enough to make it myself. But I'm crazy Hmm. enough to put the thought out there. I just, I want to see this plot to its conclusion. And the weird, I don't even, what would you compare it to? The weird amount of small details that was like, why was he late? Because he ran into Shadow. Okay, what happened there? We'll tell you in a bit. It's like a a less extreme version of Resident Evil, the Netflix time thing. of Like, oh, we have the past and future events happening. Yeah. Oh man, that would be a real worst case scenario though if we end and somehow we're still having past timeline stuff in this. Yeah. yeah like, no, I, no, I feel like we caught up. Yeah, exactly. Like, which is why I'm kind of like thinking the rest of this will be better than what's come so far, most likely. I mean, yeah, this did feel like a lot of setup. Mm-hmm. And we're, you know, going forward, we're gonna have evil tales, which is just gonna be great. He's 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 gonna arrive back at that dimension that's just made by nine, and he's gonna look like Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> he's got enough space on his forehead for the fucking nucleus logo or whatever. Anyway, what do we think about the all new voice cast? I don't really like Knuckles. 
Knuckles is the worst one for sure. I think the person they have for Sonic now does pretty good and 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 honestly like sounds so not like Roger Craig Smith, but like gets the tone of Sonic so close that it's like, yeah, this is fine. Mm-hmm. Mm. Tails is also good. Um, I think Mike Pollock is perfect, so any switch from him is worse. Yeah, unfortunately. But Brian Drummond does fine. I- I'm sad that none of these uh that none of these other Eggmen are just Ocean Dub Vegeta. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> that would be insane. Yeah, most of them it feels like they're just trying to do the same voice, so it, it doesn't other than Knuckles. It's like, why do you even change it? Is it to save money? <laughs> yeah, Knuckles literally just sounds like I'm trying to voice Knuckles as though he swallowed a barrel. <laughs> it might be a thing with Canadian labor law, because I think this was made by a Canadian animation studio. And I know they, they, they're they real fucking assholes about, okay, we need a lot of people from Canada in this. Okay. Yeah, mm. it looks like the entire cast is Canadian. I'm really surprised that this isn't made by the same people who did Sonic Boom. Yeah, because the background characters look like they're copy-pasted from that. There's a lot of similar energy between Sonic Boom and this. There really is. It wouldn't surprise me if, um, if like, Sega has those assets and just gave it to them. And, and Sonic Boom wasn't even made by the same studio entirely. It oh, switched between one and two. Huh. Hmm. So what you're saying is anyone can make Sonic. <laughs> uh, I, I actually I, I was wrong. It was made by the same studio who changed names between season <laughs> one and two. They tried their oh, best wow. to throw you off. All right, new and improved. <laughs> and then and then below that text it says label. Does it does 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 the textures on Sonic bug anyone else? Because it doesn't look like he has fur. It just looks like he's painted with a paintbrush. Yeah, I also was kind of bothered by that on all the characters. Like that just looks weird. Yeah, you brought that up immediately. Like, yes. <laughs> we did not get far into this before was, you're just like, what is with this texture? And it was kind of ubiquitous, so it never really bothered me. I don't know. I don't love it. I don't hate it. I wouldn't have picked up on it, honestly, as a point of discussion, even. it. I don't know. I watched, I watched Sonic Boom. I'm just... <laughs> I don't know what to tell you anymore. They would have to be textured like styrofoam before I go, man, this looks really bad. <laughs> I gotta say, I, I really did start craving an episode like a Sonic Boom at some point in this because it like a, it, it feels like everything gets just lost in the deluge of fight scene after fight scene. And I'd rather just have 15 minutes of bad jokes and then we can move on to something new. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least yeah. something new would happen after 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah, I felt that energy a bit on the pirate boat. Yeah. <laughs> Or I'm just like, they're, they're, yeah, like the pi- every scene where so- like the scene where Sonic's hanging out with the guys in the treehouse and on the boat both feel like Sonic Boom segments. They do, but they're honestly firing on an even lower level, which it should be clear from everything I said. I do not think Sonic Boom is an amazing cartoon. It's fine. Uh, but this just comes in humor wise a little bit below even that, because usually in a single episode of Sonic Boom, which is uh I think 11 minutes runtime uh, usually gets in like one to four like really funny moments. Meanwhile, the boat thing dried up pretty fast and we just hung out there and we kept hanging out there. <laughs> Do you think there was some version of this this pitch where it was only the the, the Eggman rules timeline? Oh, yeah, Cause, absolutely. Because yeah. because New York City, every character has a distinctly different backstory they touch on. 
All the designs are pretty good. That's where the main conflict conflict is. You have antagonists that are the Eggmen. You have it. You have other like bystanders, and you have like big architecture. And then every you you go anywhere else, and it becomes like a Bayonetta three chapter. <laughs> yeah, there's literally no one there but the main cast, <sighs> and not even Eggman. <laughs> and it's, I mean, I I think what we're leading up to is he's gonna go get. Amy from Channelwood age and he's going to go get Knuckles from Stoneship age and you know like get the squad together and bring him back to New York. Yeah, except you know that Knuckles is obviously going to turn to a villain, so I don't know. Well, yeah, so is Tails, who, you know, it's fine, <laughs> friendship and all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, unexistent by the end of this series anyway, cuz it seems like this whole thing isn't like, oh, he has access to the multiverse. It's like, no. Sonic broke reality. Yeah. <laughs> Fixing it will delete these. Which is what Shadow craves. Yes. Sh Shadow wants to end all of these lives, but he's the good guy. He, just, he finally has the chance to end all of existence. And this time, I'm the good guy. Well, you, well, you see, Shadow, uh, Shadow doesn't consider any of those people actual people because they're just fragments of the real people. They're not alive, so it's not murder to kill them. Shadow may be very wise in this case. He, this might be true. Who knows? The morality of this is very vague. I, I wish one of these multiverse projects would go into it. We should green light 300 more movies about the multiverse. Sonic, there's a universe out there where I have a gun, and every universe that isn't that universe will be destroyed. <laughs> I think I hate the, the nature universe the most. Because the conflict there is so stupid. It is. Yeah, Dan looked away from the screen for like 12 seconds and missed the entire <laughs> like reason it was happening. <laughs> yeah, I was fucked These up. These <laughs> five people were doing deforestation. So the world stroke struck back. I seriously look at it and it's like, oh, they're gathering berries. And then I needed to like check a notification on my phone because it went off. And then I look back and Amy was insane. And I'm like, what did I miss? <laughs> what did I miss? God, that episode, like the second one of those is so bad because it's like she gets the diamond thing on the end of her hammer mm -hmm. and then the whole time it's like, okay, what's Sonic need to do to touch her hammer? Wait 30 minutes to find out. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I want to watch a series where they go to a new planet and they broker priests over the course of 44 minutes, it'll be I'll Star watch Trek the original TNG. Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I actually would watch Star Trek, but Sonic's there. Yes! <laughs> Shit, yeah. This is this is fucked up for me to say, and I'm sure someone's gonna take umbrage in the comments with for it over it, but I would much rather these alternate universes be bad parodies of movies and TV shows than like the party city multiverse. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. You know It's we, like well, what what what's the next batch of episodes gonna have? Is it gonna have him go to the medieval universe? Is he going to go to the zombie universe? Is he going to go to the Western universe? Now, now, my this statement is not said with any uh, spite, anger, hatred, ire, or anything. Um, but yeah, this uh, feels a little bit like an even dumber sliders for children. <laughs> um, where it's just the new dimension is uh, pirates. Like, really? That's, <laughs> that's as much as you're going to try? Yes, actually. That is... Um, Good enough. I'm calling it now the next universe they're going to go to. Uh, slightly mountainous island, kind of autumnal, <laughs> lightly wooded forest, big crystals everywhere. Okay. Every other universe in this show has been an age from mist. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. God. 
this is terrible. I don't deserve this reference. The show's a great example of the limitations of CG animation because New York City looks pretty good. Yeah. And the other the other the other settings where we're maybe not going to stay so fucking long. Uh, <laughs> sure. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like uh, Sonic bouncing around the canopy of that forest where you can see the PS1 intro animation trees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One thing's for sure. Setting your setting your whole episode or your whole series for like an episode or two in the boat world really makes it easy because water simulation is a lot easier than modeling a ton of stuff so the artist can move on you just need one boat model use it twice have them board a boat have them be boarded by another boat constantly respawn these pirates you, you ever wonder if sometimes tv shows are just written by somebody who has a kid and just goes okay here's these toys and then they just watch what they do with the pirate ships they're like okay yeah they should fight and then fight again and then they should fight again uh that that's explicitly how axe cop was written <laughs> good that's so wise i kind of think it's crazy i love the idea of the core of the story a lot more than frontiers i think this would have been a really cool sonic game had they made it yes i I honestly, this is one of the things I'm like, before before they realized, wait, this has to go on the Switch. Was this going to be the next Sonic game? <laughs> oh man, could you imagine? I mean, I mean, I mean, obviously it wouldn't have had, obviously it wouldn't have had Pirate World and Jungle World. I I, I think it probably would have been a little cooler. <laughs> I than feel that. like Jungle World would have happened. There there was a song in there that I was like, this is kind of White Forest e. But yeah, I feel like Jungle World absolutely could show up. I don't think this would be a game. Just because we so immediately like evict the regular Sonic characters and replace them with our new versions of them. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. You want to like that's what makes it exciting as a concept for a game is that Sonic as a core is still there and we get to experience, you know, and this is what I find is cool about the show too. You get to experience these different takes on these other characters. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that would be interesting to go into in a game. I would like more experimentation from the games on a story side. So I think this would have been neat for that. But yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe they're like, no, you can't have the Amy Rose bot. <laughs> Are you insane? One part of that I really, really liked is when she opened her chest and there was a flicky inside. That was really fucking <laughs> jarring. That was. That was kind of horrifying. I'm yeah, like, they, oh my God. It yeah. seemed like they didn't want to show it directly. It was like a cut-in shot. So it kind of reminded me of the Bill and Ted's cut-in when they opened their chests <laughs> <laughs> for the robot thems. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're talking. <laughs> Great. Now I'm just thinking about the ooh, evil robot breath. Or evil breath. God. <laughs> knocks the person out because they cut out him decking one of the girlfriends. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Uh yeah, that was that was that was, that was cool. I appreciated how Amy has a different edgy name in every world. <laughs> yeah, I think that Amy Robot was the, the highlight of the show. Yeah, the Amy Robot is definitely the highlight of the show. That's like far and away the best one of these new like alternate designs especially since they gave up after the first world <laughs> but we have feral tales and also it's just a design from Saddam. <laughs> uh, yes i mean yeah i mean yeah she is she is very uh she is like a fusion of the dark legion guys from later in the comic and bunny rabbot Bob, is she the best design because her legs get really long and her running's fucking hilarious? It is. I'm still not sure if they know that the joke or not. I'm convinced they know that looks hilarious. 
how could you animate someone with insanely long legs running and not immediately realize why that's funny? Maybe you're just a really serious Stiltman fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's about time we wrap this. You know the drill. We now need to say a few sentences summarizing exactly how we feel about the series, along with a score out of 10. We do whole numbers only. We're going to go ahead and start with Dr. Agra. I mean, it's an animated Sonic show. Uh, it's got a cool concept and some really dumb designs. Uh, I, I am honestly looking forward to where this is going. It's the kind of thing that is maybe more than the sum of its parts. Uh, so I'm going to give it a seven. Uh, next up, Bob. Hmm. Some of the parts of this just felt kind of excruciating is it just wouldn't move on. Um, and I wasn't exactly intrigued on where it was going at any point. So I'm going to give it a four. Chris Wolfart. Uh, this is fine. Like I, again, going into it, I did not think this will, this would, was going to be targeting at the level of, of like this. No, this is for eight year olds. Mm. I feel like we got Cuphead showed again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I like this more than the second Sonic movie, so I'm going to give this a six. <laughs> okay. I thought this was fine. I really am interested in seeing where this arc goes and how they're going to conclude it. And if they don't conclude it, I'm done completely anyway. <laughs> if we hit the end of the full first season and this <laughs> doesn't wrap, I'm like, okay, I'm good. Peace. But it is frustrating at times to watch. I, I wish it would go a bit faster, have funnier jokes, not spend so long on combat. Uh, I'm going to give it a five. It's 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 OK. That brings its average score to a five point five total points, uh, 22 out of 40. Thank you all for listening to the Sonic Prime spoiler cast. Maybe in a different multiverse, Sonic Boom was a better cartoon. <laughs>